Welcome to Tea Time with Hagrid, where we discuss everything and anything Harry Potter. We're your house, Ava the Humanly Doug Bog, and Avery the Death Eater. Keep listening for more awesomeness. by the title, but this is our Hermione episode. So what we are going to be doing in this main segment is so us two and everyone's favorite Hufflepuff say hi. Hi. She's here too. So <laughs> we're going to pick a moment from all seven so books, our favorite Hermione moments. So what we each did was we wrote a list. Lacey has only read up to the third book and watched the fourth movie. So she did list moments from those, um, but me and Avery did moments from each book, and then at the end we will go through all the lists and choose our favorite moment from each book, and then we'll go through all of that and choose our favorite moment. Yep, and for our silly segment today, you're going to be excited. We're probably going to have our best silly segment yet. Well, but we're going to leave it a surprise, right, Ava? Well, our silly segment is turning into a segment of its own. So out of silly segments, we're turning a new segment. And then we're also having a silly segment that's going to be a banger. So we're having a semi-segment. So yes, like a mini-segment. we're mini having segment. a micro-segment and... A mini-segment. A micro. Mini. Fine. Mini-segment and a new segment. So that's going to be really so the mini segments are in the silly segments. Okay. Wait, we're gonna have a micro? Oh, yep, yep, that's right, <laughs> micro. Mm-hmm. And then the silly segment is turning into its own segment. I was like, what silly segment? Until Avery realized it, then I realized it. Yep, so. Okay, let's get started at book one, our favorite moments. Avery, what is your favorite moment? All right, book one, you know, Everything awesome, Hermione. You know, she's so cool. It was really hard for me to choose just one moment because she is so amazing and she has so many yeah, yeah. moments that are awesome. But I chose Breezing Neville. So, okay, they're on the run. They're trying to stop. Um, do they know it's Quirrell? No, they don't know okay, it's Quirrell. They don't know it's Quirrell. But they're trying to stop Snape, quotation. And, Snape in quotation marks. Yes. And um, Neville, since I'm, 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 reading, I'm rereading the first book, and you know, they lost 150 points from Gryffindor because they were trying to sneak Norbert to Charlie's friends. And so I was like, oh, no, don't. One hundred fifty points from Gryffindor, and, and Hermione's like, first Grr. attention, and her, and it's Hermione's first attention. Wow. Um, but you know, and Neville's like, I can't let you guys lose us any more house points, and so Hermione He's steps like, in. I will not let you. Yep, He's Hermione. Being fierce. Hermione, I'm sorry, Neville. A moment. Freezes. Yeah, I'm pretty. Please, you, you not to touch the microphone. So, yeah. 
So that's my moment. Lacey, what is your favorite moment from the first book? We'll come back to you. <laughs> okay. Ava. Um, I actually have a few. One of them I did put knocking out Neville. And then the logic puzzle, she just shines. And then I love how she's disgusted at Ron on the train when he's shoving his face. Because she's like, and you are? And he should have been like, your future husband. <laughs> <laughs> she's like disgusted, utterly disgusted at her future husband. Yep. And knocks Neville out. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. So let's see. Tell us about this moment of yours. Um, so in the logic logic puzzle, she just shines. She like gets it like that. And I feel like I love logic puzzles and I feel like that would be so fun for me. So I really related to Hermione. And that's one of the first moments we'd we realize that she has value as a character and she's not just a side character. Like that's one of the parts where she really becomes a main character. Mm -hmm. And there's a few more on this list that I really want to get to when she does stuff like that. And then when she's disgusted at Ron, <laughs> the fact that she just jumped to this conclusion, she's like, you look disgusting. There's no way you could ever be something else. And she's like, she's acting so sassy. And then, and then I bet she little looks, does she know she's yeah. going to marry this and that's, face stuff and chocolate monster. Yeah, and that's another reason where we find out that Hermione does have character flaws. And Hermione jumps to conclusions. And Hermione doesn't know everything. And that just makes... Looking back on that, that makes her less of a know-it-all and less of like a, less of like that person who just immediately knows, like Dumbledore. Dumbledore immediately knows if you're good or bad, basically. Hermione just was just a kid. Like, she was our age. Yeah. She's like, she doesn't know anything that could be, she doesn't know a lot of life skills yet. <laughs> so second book and we're missing Lacey so I guess she can tell us hers later so in the second book what I fig um what I put down well there's a lot of like I said before there's so many things Hermione does that's like brilliant so helpful funny you know um but I chose when she fig figures out about the pipes because that takes some like that takes some that's a big plot device. Mine is too. <laughs> Mine is Hermione being very smart. Oh. Oh crud, I screwed up. Or no, I didn't. Anyway, so, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just really cool that she helped her friends by doing that. And she she knew they would come and they she knew she would she had total belief that they would find her mm. and find the the pipes message, mm -hmm. and she knew that she was going to be saved by them in the whole so, school. Mine is sort of like that. I actually have two. One, I'm not so sure. <laughs> One's kind of like just a silly reason that involves her, but the mirror, when she holds that mirror to look around the corner so she doesn't die, 
with Penelope, and they find the mirror in her hand. And then we know that Millicent Bolstrode wrestles her, and that's why she gets the cat in the dueling club, and that's why she gets the cat hair. So that's not really a moment where Hermione shines, but that's a moment where we know that she's like not a warrior girl quite yet. That comes in like the third book, which we're about to talk about. And that's when she becomes a warrior woman. And Lacey's not here either, so I guess we wash. It's just us now, so. <laughs> Alright, and then third book, you know, of course she does so much great stuff, but there's one thing that singles out her whole perspective. So when. I'm not sure that was the right choice yeah, of words. It was, a, it was, it sounded kind of weird, but. Um, Made sense in your mind. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Hermione, just to be, like, this smart person, she's just, like... And like I just talked about, she, like, got wrestled by a girl her own age. <laughs> yeah. And, but, here we go, Hermione stepping into the light, knowing that she can't be treated this way, and she, her friends aren't... <laughs> She's not gonna let Draco Draco hurt her friends anymore. She punches Malfoy, punches Malfoy. in the face. I knew Man. that we were both gonna say that, so I did. I did put that down, but I also chose another reason, and it's the fact that she was able to time travel. Like, oh my gosh, yes. I appreciate. There are many different ways time travel could work, and I appreciate the way that it works in the third book, and I understand that you're kind of like fulfilling the present when you time travel. So I feel like that's a lot easier because it would be super hard if like you had to go back in time, but you couldn't change anything in the past or else catastrophic things would happen. So I get that that makes it a lot easier, but the fact that she was able to chime travel without screwing anything up as a 13 year old, like I could never do that. Never. Mm -mm. I would get too stressed. I would get overwhelmed. I would be like, ah! I would just be like, I would break, I would break, I would break the tie. I would just break it. I'd, I'd be like, I, hey, this I guy has a crush on you. Yes, I practically then, oh my erased myself from history. I'd probably be like, I'd probably create the end of the world if I had a time turner. Yeah. But it's also very helpful that it doesn't allow you to do that because when something happened, it has happened on the timeline. You're just going back and causing that to happen. Yeah. So that's for the third book. Oh, I also put a funny moment for Hermione is in the third book. Her Bogart in Lupin's class is Professor McGonagall telling her she had failed, failed, failed all her classes. All in? No, it's failed. And you yeah. know, that Bo weird. Bogarts, you know, they see your worst fear. Worst fear. And you and think hers would be like a cavity if her parents were dentists. <laughs> and you see, okay, Hermione's Bogart. Hermione, you failed all your classes. Yep. And we've been talking about how 
with these moments, she's growing into like a warrior woman. But this really goes back to her origin, where, where this really goes back to like when the boys think she's just an ignorant know-it-all who who knows all. <laughs> yeah. All right, now we're on the fourth book. I so had trouble with this. Yeah, because I'm looking at her list and she has nothing I do have down. a thing. I just, it, I thought of it late at night after I had made the list and I was too lazy to turn on my light and write it down. So, so but mine is her pep talk. I had trouble with this one too because I was like, I know she does so much stuff, but it's not coming to mind. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite parts in, in the book and the movie was when Harry, I think he's about to fight a dragon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Hermione comes in, she's like, or she's outside of the tent that they're in, and she, you know, Harry's this 14-year-old boy, where, and all the 17-year-olds mm-hmm. are going to be fighting dragons, and he's just this 14-year-old boy. Just, all he can do is expelliarmus. <laughs> just be like, and you know her and Hermione has she has a heart for sure and she's helping Harry and she knows she'll probably get in trouble but she does it anyway she comes into the tent gives him this Dumbledore's like what are you doing in here Hermione or yeah why are you here Miss Granger and she's like oh sorry I'll get out now (laughs) yes yeah, but that's my fourth book. Um, so for the fourth book, again, I thought of this very late at night. <laughs> so I didn't get to write it on my list. But this is the start of the rest. Of, so from the fourth book to the sixth book, I feel like these all match for me. And I'll explain why when I get to the fifth and the sixth book. And I'll explain how they come together. But in the fourth book, when she goes to the Yule Ball with Victor Crumb, Three things, or two, I believe there's two, I'm not sure. Um, But first, that's when the boys really realize that she's not a, like, I feel like when a girl is surrounded by boys, she like only hears about the boy stuff. They realize that she has a life of her own and it is not around Quidditch or Mischief or Voldemort. They realize that she is a girl who has love interest in love interests and passions and that she is beautiful (laughs) when she comes down that stairway and then the fact that she was able to stand up to ron about the victor crumb thing she didn't just say like sorry she was like she knew she was right and she knew she was able she can do that she knew she was she had the freedom to do that. She had the freedom to go out with Victor Crumb and to like Victor Crumb. Yeah. Uh, those are my two things. All right. And I feel like she really starts realizing that the boys don't own her and that she is in charge, and the boys start feeling that. Like, without her, they would all be dead. Yes. For sure. You know, big boy. Um, And for the fifth fifth book, book, I couldn't, I was kind of stumped on the fifth book too, Um, but I said 
she did help Harry find the prophecy, like many others, but she played a big part in those, like, in those, like, conflicts, you know? Because she is, she's just going, she doesn't, she's only a 15-year-old, and she's going and fighting off, like, a bunch of Death Eaters. She might even meet Voldemort there. And, you know, it's just really cool that she was able to do that. Because, you know, it takes some guts to do that type of stuff. Voldemort is the worst, like, the craziest, worst wizard of all time. Um, and it's just, you gotta have guts to be able to fight all of his minions. Uh -huh. I and agree. Might even meet him himself, might die. Yeah, so that's what I said. For me, um, this really goes into finding out that the boys don't own her. She has her own things. So, two things. First with Ron, she says that he has the emotional range of a teaspoon when he, when they're talking about Harry's kiss with Cho and he's like, why was she crying? <laughs> and then when they're in the library, I'm not sure if this is only movie or if it's in the book too, but Harry's but she's like, Harry's like, or she's like, she only likes you because you're the chosen one. And Harry's like, but I am the chosen one. And Hermione smacks him on the uh, head with the parchment. I think that's really good. No, that's good. in the sixth book. No. No. That's in the fifth book. Wait, who are you talking about? When Hermione slaps Harry with the parchment. Because you know she only He's likes like, who? No, she who? Only likes who are they talking about? Ramona, Ramona, Ramona. Yeah, that was in the sixth. That was not. That yes. That was not. That was in the sixth movie because I was watching the sixth movie and that exactly happens because she was telling, um, she was telling him that Ramona. I can't say her name, but whoever her hair had put love potion and chocolate cauldrons and was. Give, going to give them to him, and that was in the sixth. That book. was not. Yes, that was not. Yes, it was. No. Yes, it was. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Please stand by. I swear. Do, oh do not. Your search history. Don't even. Don't even. Oh my I was searching goodness. up some questionable Harry Potter fan fictions. Don't. Just don't. <gasps> don't. Just don't. Guys, you should see her search history. Shush. <laughs> I was doing research for this episode. Shut up. I was actually looking up Hermione moments from the fourth book and went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> That's how stuck I was. Um, okay. That was cheating. When does her my I know her my my own me? Oh my goodness! 
slap. Why? While she does that, slap. When does Hermione slap Harry with parchment? The audio stopped, and I was looking at this video of the thing. It wasn't a bet, so I don't really hear anything, but it was. But I win! I win! I it swear it was in the fifth one! Book, but you're right! Oh, I swear! I swear not! You better not, because you're gonna be wrong, because it's in the sixth. I thought it was in the fifth, too, but I had to go through that song. Um, you know, to make sh I thought it was in the fifth at first, and then I had to go through that song, you know, that those people made up. I don't know their names, but yeah, and I had to go through that whole song, and I was like, oh, six bucks, yeah, that's it. Shush! Sorry, our sisters are being very loud. And whenever we tell them to be quiet, they s keep being more loud. Yeah, so it's annoying. So excuse any random laughing, screaming, little girl giggling. And if we hear any more, I will tell their deepest, darkest secrets. Yep, that quiet. That shut them up. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. Um, sixth book. Obviously, the chosen one, one, but also the birds at Ron. Birds, yeah. She, she gets pretty. She, yeah, she gets pretty emotional, and she gets very mad at Ron because you know, Hermione likes Ron, and Ron liked Hermione, but Ron decided to give up on Hermione and start with Lavender. Yeah, because Lavender Brown seems like a smart decision. <laughs> um, and so that just makes Hermione mad. So we both put the birds. Yeah. So. We can move on Seventh now. book. Okay. When Hermione does the Bellatrix impression, and Ron's like, be more rude. And Hermione's like, trying to be rude, but she just can't. Oh <laughs> and she's gosh. trying to walk in those heels. and Oh, it's so fun. Oh, my God. And mine was when they're in the they're in the forest, you know, and Ron just leaves. He just leaves, you guys. He just leaves them. Cause he was wearing a horcrux, and that made him grouchy. Yep. And so he comes back, and he's all happy to see Harry. Harry's all happy to see him, because and then Harry's like, "Hermione, Ron's back," and then. Hermione's like, starts attacking him. And she has, you leave for two weeks? We get no information. It's like, it's like in. You just leave. Yeah. Go, go you just do. Leave. You go. Leave us here. You go. You, you have, a, you go and we're stuck here, cold. 
We are like alone in a woods, and you decide to come back and join our gang. But it's again. so funny because that's like, um, the um, that's like what TV shows like do with characters. They'll have fights like that that sound like people who have been married for sixty years having these fights. And that's what Ron and Hermione did right there. <laughs> like, yes. they were like an old married couple right there. Like, you leave, no note, no nothing, you just leave. Yeah. So. And now you're coming back wanting my affection. Because you saved Harry Potter's life. So that's it, one through seven. But so we now need to we figure have to go back through favorite. and choose our moment. So. In the first book, the moment Avery has is knocking out Neville. I also have knocking out Neville logic puzzle or being disgusted at Ron. Avery, out of those three, what is your favorite moment? You have to say being disgusted at Ron. I'm going to say that too. For the first book, the best Hermione moment, according to us, is being disgusted at Hermione's future husband. Second book. We have um, figuring out the pipes, the mirror, or um, Millicent Bullshit wrestling her. I'm gonna have to say the pipes. Yeah. Because that was like really smart. But also, the I mirror feel like is you can give me some credit because like the mirror and the pipes happened yeah. like right after each other, and that's like one category of her mind figuring out the whole thing. Yes, so, <laughs> so that's a close second. Yeah. Alright, um, so we haven't pipes. Fighted yet. <laughs> oh no, except when we were all like, six book! No, it was in the fifth book, but I won. I you don't know, know why, why, why my mind didn't uh-huh. process that. Uh-huh. Okay. I just, I guess, think of. Mm. I guess I think Moving. of the six movies um, with all the dark things. Okay. So I guess I don't. Moving think of that on. Ideas. Okay. Um, Three. So, punching Draco or time travel? Um, I mean, time travel does take a lot of guts and you know like you could pretty much die using time travel but i'm gonna have to say punching draco because you know that's not something you'd think hermione would do and that's her finding out like i can i I cannot let i cannot just let people push me and my friends around and hurt me so 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 far we have being disgusted at her future husband the pipes and punching draco now, for our fourth, we have pep talk. For my thing. And your thing. I want to say my thing. But I'm going to say my thing. For my thing was more... Like, I feel like mine were more of Hermione growing into the character we know that she is. Yeah. And this is a real big turning point for her where she... Figures out the boy stuff. There's a her. hole in my shoe. She can have interests too. <laughs> There's like a very big hole in her shoe. She can have her interests and passions and goals too. And that she is pretty. Like, and that she is not just the 11 year old know it all we all met in the first book. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to go with that. Yes. <laughs> and then fifth, it, her fine prophecy, and then we have emotional, emotional range of a teaspoon. Chosen one. 
Well, yeah, that's well, that's obviously book. not going to win. Um, I'm going to have to go with mine because it takes guts to be like, I could die doing this, but, but I'm going to do it for my friend. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I feel like that but, Facebook moment. But that but sounds like, like you're disagreeing. But I feel like that Facebook moment shouldn't just be given to Hermione. So many people deserve for yes. that to be a special moment. Like Luna and, and Neville, Neville and, Jenny and Jenny and Ron. And you know, all the they all who, did that. Yeah. But so still, I feel like I, still I know that is a big Hermione give. moment, but I feel, even though my moment's not really good, I feel like we can't give that to Hermione because that I was just such a we group can effort. Because we can give it to everyone. We can just agree to give it to Neville. But also, yeah. I feel like Hermione didn't do a lot in that battle. Like, I feel it was more of the, like, Luna and Neville and Ginny and Harry who really fought. And that was, like, those, the um, Silver Trio's time to shine, where we figure out that they really are more important characters than they let on. So I feel like that should be their moment. But I feel like that should be all their moments, because they all... Went there, had Harry's back. Can't be Ron's moment because he yeah. got a jellyfish on his face within five minutes. <laughs> and then Hermione. What does Hermione even do in that battle? I mean, like, I know she fights Voldemort's, like, goonies, but, like, she doesn't do really anything that not, that all of them aren't doing. Like, she doesn't do anything Yeah, so that's why I'm that saying it should moment. give that award should be given to all of them, not just Hermione. But I feel like we need to give that award to not all okay, of them. Okay, let's just agree to disagree. Okay. Let us what you know in our email, potter at grop.club. Please do it. And six book, Bird Spell and Chosen One. Bird Spell. I'm going to have to say Bird Spell. It shows she's... Seventh book. I feel like we're going to disagree on this one. Because I'm obviously going to go with my thing but also mine is more of like a funny moment and mine's more than of a like, gross moment and so, mine's more of like a Hermione coming of age moment so I feel like we're gonna have to go with yours okay yeah so so that's it for the, Hermione wait so. no we gotta choose one moment out of all of them so seventh book attacking Ron because he deserved it sixth book Bird spell. Fifth book. book. What did we choose? We chose mine. Did we? No, we cho- we couldn't agree on one. Um. So either ministry or emotional range of a teaspoon. Fourth book. The whole plot with Victor Crumb. Yeah. The third book. Punching Draco. Second book. The pipes. And first book. Being disgusted at Ron. What do you think is the best Hermione moment where, we gotta clarify, where Hermione gets to shine the most and where she really shows who she has grown to be as a character. Oof, this is gonna be hard because I'm gonna have to there's go with a, our fourth book moment. Uh, the... The whole plot with Victor Crumb. Because she really grows into her character in that book, and I feel like that's the point where she finishes yeah. okay. and, like, starts. 
Yeah, I agree. Let's go with fourth book. Hermione's best moment in the seven books of Harry Potter, according to us, is the plot with Victor Crumb and the Yule Ball. So, wow. disagree with us? That is not what I thought would happen. <laughs> disagree with us? Please give us an email saying at that Potter we Do- are so wrong. At Potter at Grop.club. Or I will put it if in If you agree with us or if you have anything that you'd like to add on that to That we totally list. forgot. Yeah. <laughs> or your opinions on the fifth book debate. Yep. All right. That's it for our main segment. Bye. Not bye. Keep listening. <laughs> segment is sponsored by House Homemade. Please enjoy. Wow, the kitchen looks great. What happened here? Hi, Hermione. It's Bubbles, the house elf. Oh, hey, Bubbles. What happened here? Why does this kitchen look so good? We got a muggle decorator called an interior designer to do it. Wow. Well, here she must be talented. Uh huh. Her name's Jessica at House Homemade at dot us on the Muggle World web, or if you can go to the Muggle World of Flu called Instagram, it is at House Homemade with the at symbol. Interesting. I'm a house elf. She does e-design and DIY crafts and stuff that I can't do because I'm a house elf with three fingers. <laughs> well, I better go catch her because our room and dorms are a mess. You better. If <gasps> you too want an interior designer muggle girl, you go to househomemate at .us on the World Wide Web or at househomemate on Instagram. And you can believe me, because I'm a house elf named Bubbles. Goodbye! Welcome to Beast Banter! Where two beasts will have to compete with each other to earn our respect. In the red corner, we have the Thunderbird! With the Ministry of Magic classification of four X's. Found in Arizona, taller than a man with full taller than a man when full grown. It has the power to create storms as it flies. The Thunderbird is so sensitive and to supernatural danger the that wands created with its feathers have been known to fire curses prim Pentally, one of the houses of Elvermorny School Witchcraft and Wizardy Wizardry, <laughs> named after the Thunderbird. It's very hard to read. <laughs> and in did I say? And in the right corner, we have the Ghoul. No applause. Particularly dangerous creature. It resembles a somewhat slimy buck toothed ogre and originally 
and generally resides in attics or barns belonging to wizards when it eats where it eats spiders and moths. It moans occasionally and throws objects around, but essentially simple-minded, and will at worst growl alarmingly at anyone who stumbles across it. A ghoul task task force exists at the Department for the Regulation of Control of Magical Creatures to remove ghouls from dwellings that have passed into muggle hands, but in wizarding families, a ghoul... The ghoul often becomes a talking point or even a family pet. Woo! So, will these two beasts have what it takes to duke each other out? Or do we have a clear winner? I think we have a clear winner. Obviously, the Thunderbird wins. <laughs> Woo! It is much cooler, much more dangerous, and much more... Uh, pleasing to the eyes yep so that was that's a very uneventful it. beast banner banter that's it for beast banter but See expect you. more of these because we will have more beast banters with more interesting creatures yeah actually give us something to, to argue about bicker about i think we might or to banter about because it's beast banter but but Coming in our future, I see a unicorn versus dragon debate. Ooh. But I'm wondering if it's going to be a debate or if we have the same opinion. So stay tuned and watch future episodes for that. Thank you for listening to Beast Banter. Up next, we have a silly segment. Hi guys, we couldn't get anyone else to help us with this segment, so this is going to be interesting. So, today's segment for this are mini, kind of like super mini segments. I know what we should do. If we don't come up with an answer on this, we'll do emails, and if your name gets, and if you have your, um, so we'll put in all if we get any emails, and we'll wait till we have a standard amount of emails. So if you come up with a name and put it in our email, we will put your name on a drawing. In a drawing. And if you get drawn, whatever name you thought of, that's what we'll choose for me. And that's what I'm stuck with for the whole Whether it's poopy potato, whether it's dum-dum my gum. <laughs> you know, that's dumbles. Dumbledore, Voldy Ava, Voldiva, Voldiva. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. But that is what this segment is about. So everyone Ooh, you who know comes on our what? podcast, <laughs> hey, you know. So what? everyone who gets on our podcast has to have a name. We have had the Golden Trio. We have had Riley Lestrange. <laughs> We have had Avery the Death Eater, a.k.a. my co-host. We have had Albert Einstein. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Or was he Seamus Finnegan? No, he was Albert. We talked about uh, one of the people who blew up the things being Seamus Finnegan. They blew up the things. We're talking about another episode. But 
And then we have everyone's favorite Hufflepuff and the real life Linda Lovegood. So Avery is convinced that I need a name. Now, do I feel left out at all? Be not having a name? No. I thought my name was Ava. I thought it was just Ava, and that was my name, and that was the funny thing about it. Everyone else got a name, and I was just the muggle Ava. <laughs> the boring person, kind of like, what's the most boring in the person in the book? Most boring wizard. Slughorn? Probably, well, yeah. I thought I was like the Slughorn character. <laughs> but no, I need a name too. So this segment is going to be about Avery trying to make me a name that I agree to. Alright, first up, Ava Slughorn. First off, did you get that idea from our conversation just now? Nope. Yep. <sighs> um, put it on the maybe list. Maybe! Dun, dun, dun. Um, the real life Goldilocks. My hair is not blonde, and it's not ooh, very ooh. long. The humanly ermpent. I'm sh the humanly ermkling. Erklings are freaky. <gasps> the humanly no! dug bog. We were just talking before Beast Banter about how I did not want to put a dug bog. And I did not want to talk about a dug bog because it's like the most weird and boring creature ever. And I do not like them. They bite on people's ankles. But actually, I kick people's ankles. So, um, put it on the maybe list. <laughs> Alright, now to the maybe. Could I be like Doug Bog Tamer? Head no. Doug Bog you have Tamer. You to be the humanly Doug Bog. And okay. Ava Slughorn. No. The humanly Doug Bog! Woo! I am so ashamed. <laughs> I'm ashamed that that was all you could come up with. I'm oh, ashamed that I, had I agreed to this. It. Yep, so give it up for the humanly dug bog. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. And that's it, folks. Help See me. You next <laughs> time. For listening to I'm that tired. very good episode of Tea Time with Hagrid, season um, three. Season three. Uh, thank you for listening. If you would like yeah. to email us, you can find us. That at, would make our whole day. You can email us at Potter at Grop dot Club. I will repeat Potter at Grop dot Club. That is spelled P O T T E R at We'll Wait, just put it in Potter the chat. G A. We'll put it in the description. Dot club. Wait, just bad in my face, Ava. <laughs> Sorry. And um, if you would like to go to our website, it is grop.club. When we were finding a yes, 
when we were finding also you can find it on our like description thingy podcast app on the uh, podcast app if you like scroll down on podcast app then you just click the little link but i'm pretty sure it's potter.club uh or no it's grop.club okay it doesn't matter (laughs) all this will be in this description signing off the humanly dug bog and avery the death eater Mm. mischief managed